0: Welcome to this episode of the Carnes Connection. I'm Brian Carnes and I aim to inspire educators from all levels to step away from the one size fits all classroom as I demonstrate how the use of technology can help with this transition. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Man, it's been way too long since I've recorded my last episode, and I apologize for that. I have no excuses. I should have picked up my phone or picked up the mic and just recorded any time. And you know what? I just, I, I just, all I can do is promise it won't happen again. Um, but in this episode, um, a perfect episode to come back with, I thought I would... A recap the Q Nevada Silver State Technology Conference that I went to this last weekend, and man, what a great time it was! So after work on, on uh, Friday, Eddie and I, Eddie Semino and I, we uh, took off and just headed to Vegas, baby. And man, we just we had such a great time when we were there. Um, we presented five times on four different topics. Um, I'll dig into each one of those topics a little bit here and here in a little while. But but man, let me tell you, it was it was such a blast. I'll, I'll tell you at the end of Friday, or excuse me, at the end of Saturday, I I got into my room and I crashed. But you know what? It it was a great time, and I wouldn't have changed it. So as I said, um, we. We took off on on Friday after work, and we headed out to to Las Vegas, which for us it's just about a four hour drive, four and a half hour drive, unless you run into traffic. Um, and and we got there, and and uh, first thing we did was we Eddie and I we checked into our Airbnb, and and then we went to dinner, and and uh, for, we went to a place called Slater Fifty Fifties. If you haven't tried one of those, oh my goodness, you have to give that a shot. It's Slater 5050, it's literally 50% bacon ground into their hamburgers. And man, it, it, it's something else. We unfortunately don't have one of those, or fortunately for my waistline, don't have one of those in the desert here. But, but man, let me tell you, it is good stuff. Um, so we got in on Friday night and we just checked into our room and, and split an Airbnb and, and, uh, Went off to to dinner and came back and off to bed we were and uh, man let me tell you it, it, it we were ready to go for for Saturday definitely. So when Saturday morning rolled around, man, I was ready. I was ready to get to the conference and and visit with all of the folks that we knew were going to be there, and uh, it, it was such a a pleasure to. To run into a lot of our SGV, uh, Q folks, the, David was there, and Tom, and April, and Matt, and and it was just such a pleasure to see them and, and reconnect with them before we headed off to our first session, and, and uh, we also ran into Heidi and Kyle from Q Nevada. Uh, we, uh, they just put on such a phenomenal event. Um, folks, if you, uh, are not following them on Twitter, all of these people will be linked in the show notes. And, and man, I just, I recommend you follow them and, and, uh, you can just learn so much stuff from them and, and it's just, they're, they're great people and, and it's great to catch up with them. Um, Adam was there and Kat was there and it just, too many people to announce. There's just so many others and, and it was just such a pleasure to, to see everybody and, and, and really catch up with them and, um. So as I said we we kind of started off the day by uh, just catching up with everybody and and after we were able to to do that we went off and and listened to Tara Graves and and Tara Graves gave a great opening keynote um again she's linked here in my show notes to to follow her on Twitter and she just gave such a great opening keynote to to every to what the future is and and how close it can be and you know she just kind of talked about how, you know, kids get out of bed one morning and, and she, they've got an interactive touch display wall that gives them the a snapshot of their day. And then they, they put on their Google glasses or just interactive glasses and, and uh, go about their day. And, and as you're, you're going about your day, it just, your day is augmented by these glasses that you have. And, and just, you know, she did a fantastic job of kind of painting the, the picture of what the future is and what it can be. And, and how close it really is. And, and you know, it's, it's closer than we think guys. And I was telling Eddie, I, I'm surprised that technology like Google glasses or some sort of an interactive glasses have not taken off yet. And I, you know, I, it must be hard to put together, I guess, but man, I'll tell you, it, it, it's coming. It's coming and it's coming soon. I have a feeling. So uh, I can just see my kids one day, just interacting with me through, through those glasses. You know, and I, I don't know whether I should be scared or excited about that, but but man, it's that day is coming. I'm I'm excited. So after we were were finished carry, uh, catching up with everybody and and um, listening to Tara's wonderful keynote in the morning, um, Tara, we want to thank you again for for allowing us to be a small part of your your keynote. Um, all we had to do was read a, a line of. Text, but you know what? It was it was nice to just be a part of that. Thank you for for giving us the opportunity. Um, so after our our the keynote, we were off to our first session of the day, um, and in this session, Eddie and I presented on uh, growing your PLN beyond Twitter. Um, so so often we think of the PLN or our professional learning network or personal learning network, however you want to say that. Um, So often we think of that as just stopping with Twitter and uh, it's so valuable to be able to grow that beyond Twitter even. If you don't have the time for anything else, Twitter is a great place to be. Uh, You should, you know, on Twitter, if if you're not on on Twitter or edge of Twitter, it's been nicknamed, um, it is a, a place that you can really grow and learn and and expand your horizons you know it's it's how I stay current in in all that I'm doing and I I, I notice that when I'm when I'm not on Twitter you know I, I I feel like I fall behind a little bit even if I I kinda disconnected a little bit over summer and I felt like when I came back it took me a little bit of time to catch up and and uh, be on track and it, it was nice to to disconnect and get away but but sometimes it takes you a little bit of time to to come back to that and Twitter it's a great place to be, to, to grow your professional learning network. But if Twitter is just not your jam and you want to do something a little different, um, Facebook, Facebook is a, is a great way to, um, to stay connected with, with people. And, and, you know, the Facebook has a different advantage to, to Twitter. And in that there are, um, small groups right you can you can get into to groups on Facebook that are a little bit safer place you know Twitter is such a public place and and Twitter's great for being able to search hashtags and reach out to your peeps and 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 really learn from them but Facebook is a little bit more controlled in, in a way especially if you get into a, a closed group where your uh, your members are are limited and you have to kind of Go through a small little vetting process to get into those groups. They're safer places to be, which give you the the opportunity to to ask a little more questions and not be in fear that your students are going to know that you asked that question. For example, and and uh, Facebook is is a great place for for growing your personalized learning network, and, and then we expanded off into Voxer and Snapchat and Instagram and Periscope, the OG of a video platforms and, uh, Periscope works really well with your Twitter account and and you can post your videos to Twitter. But now with Snapchat and Instagram, uh, you can do pretty much the same things. And, and, you know, our, our students, that's where they're at Snapchat and Instagram. And if we want to reach our students and, and meet them at their level, that's where we need to be as, as educators reaching out to them. Um, and, and let me tell you, it's, you know, it's, those platforms are different and and um, they're not, not bad. They're just different. And, and that's where we need to be. Instagram, you know, you can do great stories with those and, and uh, post pictures there and, and um, Snapchat you can do all kinds of crazy pictures and filters and, and things like that. And, and the advantage to those is they disappear after. Um, if you do an Instagram stories and Snapchat, they disappear after 24 hours and, and uh, you can start fresh the next day. And then, of course, Voxer. Man, Voxer is is just a, a walkie-talkie platform that just allows you to really connect with other educators around the world, and and just allows you to really uh, be in contact. Sometimes it's not as easy to to be in text groups, so uh, Voxer gives you the ability to actually speak. Your, your messages in there and and you can actually listen to those messages um, one right after the other and a lot of times it's it's great to just connect with with other people around the country and see what they're doing or throw questions out or or and you can just listen to those those answers in your car ride home you, and you can respond or not and, and it, it's just it's a great learning opportunity uh, beyond Twitter um, and Facebook so uh, after we talked about those we, you know, we um, moved on to our second presentation and and podcasting, everybody can do it. And um, so podcasting, everyone can do it. And we really mean it. Um, if you if you have some thoughts that you just want to reflect on and you want to record your thoughts on, just grab your phone, start recording, and you've created a podcast. We often think of podcasts as uh, short little radio stations or, or radio programs that actually get published out to everybody. But really, you don't have to publish those podcasts to anybody. You know, in fact, a lot of times, just doing a, uh, an audio reflection and recording into your phone is good enough. Yeah, you don't have to share that with anybody. Or if you do, you share it with a small group of people and and uh, if you do that, you have created a podcast. Um, now, traditionally, podcasts are your if you record, you you blast it out there using different platforms. Um, I'm using a platform called Anchor that allows me to to record and publish, and and it blasts all my my recordings out to to iTunes and, and the Google store and Overcast and, and pocket cast and all those various places, Spotify, it, it kicks my podcast out there. And all I have to do is record and hit the publish button. And anchor is just such a great way to, to just get down and dirty and really just, it's, it's super, super simple. It's really easy. And, and, um, really all you have to do is record and publish and there's not much else to it. Um, but in that, in that podcasting, everybody can do it. Uh, presentation. We, we start by recommending that just, just start listening, right? You just, you don't even have to record your podcast or record your thoughts. Just start by listening. There's such great podcasts out there. And, and, um, from the education world to the, to the, um, non-educational world to the, Uh, just for pure entertainment, for, for laughs, for giggles, for, for, I mean, you name it, there's podcasts out there. There's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. And uh, some of the ones that we, um, recommend for, for educators or for teachers is, uh, our good buddies, uh, Mike and Tom from Tosis Talking Tech. Um, they have been such a, a, um, a gift to us, and and uh, just really kind of pointing us in the right direction to point me in the right direction to get this started. And and um, Eddie and I have a, a shared podcast that we do called the CVUSD I Center Podcast, and I'll link that in the show notes. And but uh, um, Tom and Mike they've really kind of helped us get get off the ground, and and uh, we learned from them. We went to, uh, Eddie went to their um, sgvq uh, tech fest last year and and he came back and right away he said guys we're going to record this and and we started doing that and and next thing you know here i am recording my own and they've really kind of helped kind of guide that and push us in the right direction and and i very much appreciate that we had a, a tom came to our our podcasting session and it was such a pleasure to see him there and and to get his perspective on on what we're doing and and really nice to see that that uh he was supportive and and helped us move like i said he he's kind of kicked us off on this and and we we just really appreciate him sitting in the audience there and and um thanks again guys and you know uh some of the other podcasts that we we recommend are just the check this out with ryan and brian and they are um just they're a great resource to to be able to learn from and, and to uh, just get different ideas and, and keep us moving forward in the education and tech space. Um, and uh, uh, John Ike, learn with John Ike. He's it's another good one, man. If you don't don't get fired up after listening to John Ike's podcast or or just the, the man in general, he he just he is such a an inspiration and and uh, he really does just just light you up and get you excited about what we do. And of course the, the, cult of pedagogy with, uh, Jennifer Gonzalez, I mean, there's just such rich knowledge there and such a deep library of, of stuff that you can really learn from. And, and, uh, she usually accompanies her podcast with a blog and, and I mean, it's just, there's some really good stuff. She, she's just hit a, a hundred plus episodes a couple, not too long ago. And, and she's, she's, I've learned a lot from her, um, so all of our presentations that we've presented on over the through the weekend are linked in the show notes. So you can always get a copy of those. And and especially if you're in uh, the Coachella Valley Unified School District, if you want to learn about any of these podcasts or any of these uh, presentations that we did throughout the the weekend, just hit us up and, and we're glad to come out and show you. So um, again, we, we kind of just so the flow of our presentation and, and podcasting is we start off by by just we recommend that you just start listening listening to some good podcasts and um and after you've listened for a little while we we kind of talk about how you can bring this into the classroom a little bit um how how you can not even necessarily record your own but just some ideas for being able to incorporate podcasting into your classroom having your students listen to podcasts and and uh, just being able to have them learn beyond the four walls of your class about real life experiences or about just the latest trends or, or whatever that may be. Um, um, one of the guys, again, from uh, uh, Check This Out, uh, Ryan, he, he talks about... Um, it, he takes his, his kids on, I think he calls them like podcast walks where they, they just stick some headphones in and they just walk the campus for a little bit and they just listen to a podcast and they come back and they reflect on that podcast and share out what they've learned. And, uh, it's a great idea. You know, you get some physical exercise and then you're, you're learning at the same time and then you can reflect with each other in class. And, um, once you kind of start thinking about incorporating podcasts into your classroom, you can, that starts to kind of stir the creative ideas and how can you create your own and bring in the, the creation into your class and, and just allowing your students to be able to create their own podcast or learn or uh, reflect on their own learning. And, and just adding that to your class can be just such a value to your class and your students. And, and, um, there's so many platforms out there that you can can uh, use to get the, the recordings on tape, and one of those those uh, platforms again, like I'm I'm saying, I, I use the platform Anchor, and it's just really really easy to to get a an Anchor channel set up and get it published and get it going, and and part of our our presentation that we we use this time was um it gives some Tips and tricks and and strategies and and be for being able to create your own anchor channel and get that off the ground, and it was really, really uh, uh, a lot of fun and and there were some great people in the audience there and it just we we had a lot of fun sharing this this podcasting presentation with everybody. So after our uh, our podcasting session, we were able to. Kind of just relax for a minute and, and that was time for lunch and and uh, we were able to to just kind of reflect on the on the first half of the day and, and grab a little bit of lunch there. It was thanks for the guys for, or thanks for uh, Q Nevada for feeding us and and it was it, uh, it was nice to just kind of be able to connect with some other people around the the conference and just kind of share ideas and stuff we've we've learned from the first half of the day and and after lunch, we were off to our third session, where we uh, did a session on hyperdocs. In fact, we called that session "How to Hyperdocs." I know that title's been floating around, floating around out there, and and um, a lot of that same presentation we uh, we. Uh, uh, borrowed um from open source uh, open educational sources for uh, for building hyperdocs and that's what's one of the great parts about the hyperdoc community is that everybody is just so friendly to share and and if you've created a hyperdoc and you've published it out there just we it's a online community of of people going back to your pln um that you can just really uh, grab resources from and 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 pull people in or pull resources into your class and and so we we really enjoyed this session i really enjoyed this session because this session was uh, it, all of these sessions were hour-long sessions and about the first 15 or so minutes of our session here we we introduced it to uh, reintroduce hyperdocs to everybody and then the best part of the day the session was we we just allowed everybody to play. We just started uh, spark some ideas, and then no matter where they were, whatever content they were, whatever grade level they were, we just let them play, and we just roamed the the room and just and were able to to meet people where they are. Whether that was a math class and uh, middle school, high school math class that was trying to see the value of what you can do with a hyperdoc, and and as soon as I just reminded them that they could take uh, a hyperdoc or a a resource and link them straight out to Khan Academy, man, he just, you could just see the light bulb went off and he, and he just, he was excited and all of a sudden it just completely changed the way he was thinking about the way he could run his class. And, you know, we, we kind of pitched the hyperdoc as as it's a, uh, a choose your own adventure style of of teaching or, or learning. And it's really, just it, it lends itself to to personalized learning or to um, learn on your own learn at your own pace or learn learning at your own speed and and you know that's where we should be you know and gone are the days where we should be, you know it's one size fits all teaching or education that's that's never been successful and and we need to move away from that and and hyperdocs is another um just a great way to to start the, start on that journey and all right, all right. Enough of my soapbox, but it just, you know, it, it just—it's a style of teaching and pedagogy that we need to just start moving, moving towards, and and getting our students just learning, uh, learning at their, their, um, at, at their own pace, and and learning, learning where they need to learn. You know, not everybody needs to learn about the same content all the time, every time. You know, um, it was it was great to to be able to just let the attendees be able to just start presenting or uh, creating their own content and their own lessons. And, and a lot of them walked away with lessons or at least the start of lessons that they could use with their students pretty quickly. Um, It was, it was great to be a part of that. So our last session of, of Saturday was Tritecta day one. So, we, we presented on TriTecta twice. We presented TriTecta um, on the, at the end of the day on Saturday, and then we did it again on Sunday before we came home on Sunday. And uh, um, so, TriTecta is it's a group of three apps that we use or promote in our district here in the Coachella Valley Unified and Adobe Spark Video. Google Classroom and Edpuzzle and we promote those three because they're one they're they're they have a relatively low learning curve and they're easy to use and they can really change the way you interact with your students or just change the way education is done in your class and uh, as I was saying before with those hyperdocs you know being able to to change the way we we teach or the way we present information or, or content to our students is so important these days. And, and TriTecta, these three apps are, are just allow you to do that. Um, um, we pick them because they they work really well together. They tie really well together. You know, with your Google login, you're able to log into Adobe Spark Video and EdPuzzle. You can create a real simple video in Adobe Spark Video and take that video and put it into EdPuzzle and make it a make it an EdPuzzle and then kick it over into Classroom. Or if you don't want to do EdPuzzle, you just take your video from Adobe Spark and kick it right over into into Google Classroom and. Um, It's just, they they work seamlessly together. They work really, really well together. And, and uh, um, it was nice to be able to, to present those topics to, to the folks in our day one tritecta. So the, the two days were pretty much the same. Um, The only difference was in day one, we, we spent a lot of time focusing on Adobe Spark video. So um, kind of the way we We structure that session is is we do an uh, introduction to all three you know most people have heard of google classroom you know just about everybody in the room was was a google classroom user so we just kind of touched on that a little bit but then we we did a little bit more of a deeper explanation of what a ed puzzle is and then what uh, same thing with adobe spark video we explained that in a little deeper fashion and and then once we did that we um let the audience pick you know of these three we only have you know about 20 minutes left for let's say and you know which one of these three do you really want to start with and then we can try to get to the to another one but what do you want to focus on first and and um, we always give the audience the opportunity to if if we're like i said in session one we or day one we did adobe spark video but you know, there's two of us in the room, so if if we're working on Adobe Spark and you want to work on Ed Puzzle, that's why the second person comes in. And uh, it, it's really handy to have that second person to to do these sessions with. And um again, day one, we focused on Adobe Spark video. We we showed them that how simple it was to create an Adobe Spark video and, and just put the the touches on on um uh, simple touches on on creating a video. We even dusted off our our Billy Gro, Billy Goat Gruff video that we and we showed them that uh, you know the kindergartner that used it and, and was able to create an adorable video. And in, we talked about how it you know Adobe Spark can scale from kindergarten all the way up to twelfth grade, depending on on how complex you want to make it. And, and uh, we proved that with uh, with the the, uh, the Billy Goat video. Um, um, so that was the end of our day one Saturday presentations. Are you tired? Yeah, I'm tired. (laughs) It was a, it was a long day. It was a, it was a great day of presenting and networking and meeting with people and, and catching up with people, meeting some great new folks. And, and it was, it was awesome to be able to to connect with with people that we've known, people that we've we met for the first time that we'll hopefully continue to learn from on Twitter and, and Facebook and and developing our again our, our PLN and just making it that much stronger and making it that much 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 more intense to be able to bring um, innovative resources back to our students and and our staff. So um, that was the end of day one of the QU Nevada Technology Conference. So to wrap up day one on Saturday, we uh, were able to catch up with some SGVQ folks and we were able to kind of connect with them and grab some dinner and just kind of visit with them and talk about their upcoming conference that we're super excited about. And, and, um, I can't wait to get up there and, and present. We're actually going to present on the same four topics. And we're, uh, this was kind of a dry run for us. And as we can iron out any of anything that we needed, um, to, to get cleaned up, um, we've given them the, the the topics before but you know it, the more practice you get the better you get at them and and we're excited to be able to represent up there at the SGVQ and and help them out and and uh, just just excited to be there with everybody so we've we wrapped up day one with that and and on our way to day number two um so as we we head into day number two uh, Saturday or excuse me this would be Sunday so Sunday we uh uh Started our day with with a fantastic keynote by uh, Jamie Newberry, and and Jamie is uh, uh, she is the creator or CEO or whatever you want to call her of uh, Picture This Clothing, and she it's such a cool idea. She went through the. The creation of of the company and just kind of how it grew organically from her daughter just coloring a picture and and wanting to make it a dress one day, and uh, it, it it just a an awesome awesome uh, business and and uh, you can take your she, that she has a template for dresses and for t shirts and you just download that template and you can color or draw or create your template whatever that that looks like to you. You can mail it into them, and then they will actually create that dress or that uh, shirt, and you can wear your creation on your on your shirt and or, or on your in your dress. Uh, you know, it, it's just a fantastic, fantastic way to to just build creativity for these students. And and um, she, you know, she she kind of told the story of her daughter when she first created the the first. Um, dress for her daughter, and you know, the first words out of her daughter's mouth were, "Mom, I'm wearing my imagination," and it, it, it just it makes your heart melt. It really does, and it it just was fantastic to to see that that kids are creating and and just coming up with all the ideas that you can think of. It, it's just an amazing thing. Um, I've linked her her Twitter handle and her in the show notes here, and and a link to her website and. And I, I highly recommend you check it out. It's, it's a fantastic company and a fantastic just, just idea for, for kids. Um, so again, we, we took off. And, and after our, the fantastic opening day or second day opening keynote, um, we went off to our first session. And, and the first session that I attended was, was the um, Dr. Randall Sampson. You know another one of those guys we follow on Twitter, and and I, I connect with him on Twitter, and have connected with him in a couple of of Twitter chats, and and uh, he was presenting on Wakelet, and uh, Wakelet is this incredible platform that allows you to curate your content and just co- collect your content in a in a board or in a wall in a collection. That you can share with others, you can collaborate with others. You can you can cur- uh, curate content together. You can um, uh, just share the content that's in your collection, and it's just a great resource for being able to to share out b- different resources. And and like I was using it, um, I had no idea of the power of Wakelet, but I was using it before uh, this presentation. All I did was use it for. Um, collecting, uh, collecting some favorite tweets that I had. If I was you know, browsing Twitter and I, I found something that I wanted to to go back to, I just would drop it into my Wakelet uh, collection. Or um, same thing with podcasts. If I had a, a, a powerful podcast that I wanted to revisit or just wanted to kind of revisit for sharing to other people, I would Drop it into my Wakelet collection, and and then I just had it, and it synced on all my my devices, my computer, my phone, my my iPad, all that fun stuff. But I had no idea you could actually share it with others, and and I could actually um, add collaborators to that collection, and and uh, just I mean just mind blown. It was it's a fantastic opportunity to be able to share content and share resources. Um, so I thank you again, Dr. Randall Sampson. It was nice to see you and finally meet you in person. And and um, um, you said you're going to come down to our Tech Fest in in February, and I'm holding you to that. Uh, I, I hope to see you. Not really, but I, I really do. I hope to see. You. I hope to have you come out and and uh, and it, it's been fun. It would be fun to have you. So after after um, our first session or my first session with uh, Dr. Randall Sampson, uh, I went off into. David Platt's session for student podcasting. And and he does a fantastic job of, of bringing podcasting into his classroom. And he, you know, we talk about podcasting in with your students in our our session, but he actually lives it. He has his students podcasting in, in his student or in his um, in his class. And he just talks about the strategies he uses with the students and talks about how the the um, Tools that he uses and what what he does with his students to be able to to get them um, thinking about reflection and podcasting, and they they have a, a student tech club that they have there on campus, and and he he sh- sends those students out and they help uh, fix computers and iPads and and other uh, uh, technology um, uh, pieces on their on their campus and and then they just reflect about what they're doing and, and, and interview different people like I know um, Tosis Talking Tech are going to be on their next episode for season two. Um, that you know their their podcast is is just a phenomenal podcast for being able to get student voice um out there and and it's a great example for being for what you can do with your students and their podcast is called the Covina High Tech Tips with the Tech Squad by David Platt and his students and um, I'll of course I'll link that in in my show notes and that way you have a, a an opportunity to listen to, I think they're starting season two here coming up pretty quick. Um, he, David Platt also does, um, he has a, a, podcast that he keeps internal for his, his students, his EL students. Um, he allows them to, to record their thoughts and record their reflections and then they can, um, listen to those reflections, listen back to those reflections or share those reflections with, um, with others on campus or others around the district and it's it's not published it's not public but he just he, again david well done kudos keep up the good work you're doing a fantastic job of, of leading by example with with uh, getting your students podcasting um, he again he just just kind of put a bow on, on the first two sessions. He, you know, he, he talked about um, a couple of, of platforms that you know, anchor again, but he also introduced a, a platform called Podbean that I hadn't heard of before. And man, it just, thank you again, David. It It's really well done. Okay. So after David's session, I was able to, uh, we were able to kind of put a, a wrap on day two uh, the uh, silverstay Q uh, technology conference and, and we were able to, to do the day two Tritecta. And uh, day two Tritecta wasn't much different from um, day one Tritecta. It, uh, we did pretty much the same thing, introduced all three apps, Edpuzzle, Adobe Spark Video, and Google Classroom to the folks in the room. The only difference was we spent a lot of time on Edpuzzle this time. We really did a deeper dive onto Edpuzzle and, and what we can do with it and how we can use that for um, to change the learning experiences and the learning opportunities for our students in in class and and it was really um, it was really good because I think we had all sorts of, of educators in there from admin to librarians to to principal or to uh, teachers and, and they all saw the value of being able to use Edpuzzle with their students. And at the end of that, we finished up our our experience there at Silver State Q Technology Conference. Man, I'll tell you what, it was I was so tired at the end of that. I mean, Eddie fortunately was driving home and and man, I'll I'll tell you, I was zonked. We did nothing but listen, listen to podcasts and visit all the way home. <laughs> you know, we just kind of zoned. And um, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, and we were honored to, to present there at the Silver State Q conference. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I know it was a highlight of mine to be able to, to speak there. And I'm looking forward to the next time I can go. And, and, uh, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to, to, uh, continuing to learn from, from Heidi and, from Heidi Carr and, and, uh, Kyle Anderson. And, and just, you know, you guys, both of you, you put a fantastic, uh, Q Nevada, you put a fantastic conference on and, and we took a lot of ideas away for our conference. We're, we're going to have our Cahuilla Q tech fest in February. And, uh, hopefully, um, everybody out here listening can join us. It's going to be a fantastic time. And, and I'll tell you, um, uh, q nevada you you really gave us some things to to uh some ideas for ours and and so that we can start to to grow ours and really make it as good as yours was so thank you again thank you again for listening everybody and and uh, i promise it won't be as long this time before i record my next episode and and uh it's just been a, a pleasure being with you today and and thanks for listening Thanks for listening to this episode of the Carnes Connection, where teaching connects with technology for student success. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to leave me a review and tell me what you think. You can find me on Twitter at Carnes Connect or follow the hashtag Carnes Connection. Until next time, this is Brian Carnes and may your teaching be inspirational and your connections be eternal. Bye for now.